Hello and welcome to another episode of Palette Pod, the podcast about life where we give you a taste of all the different things that can happen in our 20s. I'm Andy and finally I have brought the last member of my close friendship circle on the show. So would you like to introduce yourself, Jacob? I'm Jacob and I'm 22 years old and currently a software developer that graduated university uh, two years ago. So I've been working full time for a year and this will be my second year working full-time it's been two years already hot damn well one year we're in our second oh, yeah. year right now oh yeah true jacob and i met well we knew each other from high school we didn't really talk during high school though like i've seen him on the train in the same carriage but we never said hi <laughs> yeah um <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure we shared the same methods class i think I vaguely remember vaguely that. remember yeah. but yeah, still, um, yeah, we pretty much didn't really become, like, friends until the first year uni when I think Stephen introduced him to the group. And then, yeah. yeah, I guess we've been close ever since. Yeah, I became good friends with Stephen and Eddie. Well, more Stephen and then Eddie was in the same course as us and he was good friends with Stephen. So I got, I became good friends with Stephen and Eddie and then I kind of integrated myself into the main group. Mm, um, yeah. Within within like a few months, I think I yeah. kind of just like it was pretty quick. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you forced yourself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was like, none of my high school friends were really close, or like they weren't in proximity to any of the things I did at uni. So I was like, hmm, I gotta find, I gotta find some new friends. And then I'm like, ah, oh, Stephen and Eddie have great friends, so I'm just gonna <laughs> become friends with those <laughs> yeah. guys. Yeah. I mean, the group dynamic is pretty i think it's pretty set in stone now we have a lot of different like people from different backgrounds and different interests in life but one thing that sets you apart from everyone else is that you are officially well not officially but like like you know you're coined the token white guy of the group yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, i am i am the token white guy in the group but I've been the token white guy for many years in my life. So in grade one, we moved to a very Asian suburb. So a very Asian dominated suburb. And that means I went to a school which was also very Asian dominated. So there maybe was like only like a five, 10% um, white percentage in this school. So <laughs> I started kind of becoming really good friends with like a lot of Asian guys and girls and I think I kind of integrated pretty well because my parents had similar methodologies of like parenting to a lot of Asian parents in a way where mm. they would make me, you know, do like instruments. They would get me to do like a lot of extracurriculars and stuff. Um, I had tutors throughout high school as well. I had the same kind of quote unquote problems that other Asian kids had with their parents. So we kind of, we had things to complain about to each other oh, i guess right yeah so since grade two a majority of my friends would have been asian and that transferred from one school which was from grade two to grade three and then from grade three to grade six i had the same experience and the high school i joined was majority asian as well and then i joined the school that andy that i met andy in and that was also majority asian um yeah. and now <laughs> And now all my friends are also Asian. So. <laughs> oh damn! I actually didn't realize that you actually went to a Asian-dominated primary school or whatever. I mean, my primary mm. school, our like second language that we would learned was Chinese. So 
So, oh, damn. I, <laughs> yeah. Actually, just like bathe yourself into Asian culture from the start. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I had experiences with like Chinese classes in, in primary school where majority of the people there were doing Chinese school outside of normal school already. So they would be doing Chinese school homework while the teacher would be basically focused on just like five white dudes, pretty much. <laughs> um, and we'd be learning like numbers and, and letters yeah. while other people are doing more, way more advanced stuff already and pretty much mm -hmm. just doing their homework from Chinese school. Do you have any um, interesting stories about like sleepovers or like, you know, go over to your friend's houses and then how the parents treat you? when yeah. you're the white person in <laughs> Yeah, no. I didn't really do sleepovers in primary school. I did, I did yeah. them more so in high school. And maybe not for sleepovers, but let's say for like parties. If I went oh, yeah. to an Asian household, I felt like the parents always put this special focus on me <laughs> in the way where like they would be, they would be telling people, oh, like if you need anything, just like ask us and be, they would be looking directly at me <laughs> while saying that. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, cool. <laughs> I'll, I'll be sure <laughs> to ask you if I need anything, I guess. But yeah, no, I felt like there was always this, this focus, like, oh, mm. there's this like white guy in our house and, um, I don't, I don't know what he needs, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've had experiences like that at restaurants as well, where where I've I've been asked whether I wanted forks. Um, but yeah. I do know how to use chopsticks, so I always yeah. I always impress impress them with saying no, I'm I'm fine with chopsticks. <laughs> Let's go. I mean, it took I'm pretty sure it took like me here like a couple of years to actually get familiar with chopsticks as well. I don't know. I feel like I feel like you don't really have to get familiar with it. I, I, you just have to. It's just two sticks at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, but like, <laughs> it's not like a complex concept. I have a question for you. Okay. So, is there any interests that you sh might have that you don't necessarily share with us because, like, you know that we don't like have that interest, so you don't really like talk about it in a group chat or whatever? Or do you think that we kind of share, like? a lot of the same interests interests that i don't share i don't know i i don't it's not like i don't share anything i think mm. i can't i can't think of anything that you guys wouldn't know about or i'm like keeping secret mm. from you guys what about you no not really either i just have i mean you know me like, I'm a pretty open book but like <laughs> do, do, do you have any like maybe not interests so that you don't share but maybe like um hobbies that like only you do like yeah. What's a unique hobby for you? I guess a unique hobby for me is I make YouTube videos in my spare time. Ah, uh, yeah. True, but, true, true. Which is, I think you're probably the only one in our group that has a somewhat similar thing, which is this podcast. Yeah. Making content. Like, content. I mean, I guess yeah. you, can, you could maybe group Joseph in the same area with his very irregular streaming. Yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah, I guess you could say that, but. <laughs> uh, do you have a problem with being the only white guy at the moment? Or do you think it's because you've been, you know, the white guy in every single Asian group that you're like, okay, this is just how it is. No, I do have like epiphanies occasionally. Well, like I'll look around me and I'm like, huh, <laughs> I'm the only like visibly different person here. Um... <laughs> But I think I haven't had that in, in a while. I haven't had that for maybe two years. But I remember having that occasionally. Oh. Um, but I think for the most part, 
I'm very used to it. And mm. that's just that's just come from years of being yeah. in like an in Asian dominated areas. Um mm. yeah, mostly school, obviously. Yeah. No, because I'm trying to think like maybe back when I was in primary school, I was like the token Asian guy of the group. Because <laughs> yeah. all my friends were white. And I don't know, I think maybe during that time at one point I would have been like, Oh, I'm different. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like, I look different. I have different, like, interests and stuff. But, like, you know, it wasn't really a big problem. But I feel like if that continued on throughout my life, I think at one point when I'm older, I would have been like, oh, damn, like, I wish I had more Asian friends. Because we are in Australia. I don't think there's, like, this huge cultural shift yeah. between mm-hmm. most of us. For the mo- Like, for the most part, the only real big difference is maybe, like, the food you eat on a day-to-day basis. Other than that, most of our hobby, there's nothing, like, really super asian about like hobbies or like interests yeah, or yeah anything that's true like that. other than maybe like tv shows occasionally i know like you're interested in like k-drama or even the music yeah. you listen to is more mm-hmm. like k-pop mm-hmm. um but even that it's not like it's vietnamese or something it's also from a different <laughs> culture than that, that you know. <laughs> yeah 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 exactly yeah true true yeah yeah now, final question um, on this subject. Is there anything that us as a group, like, have we influenced you in any way? Or have, have you felt that your interests or personality has changed because you've hung out with us? I don't think necessarily from you guys in particular. But I think over the years, I think a lot of the, the traits in terms of, you know, education being a huge focus has influenced me um but as a but that's been over you know years yeah yeah, years and years that's not just like it's not like i joined this group and like wow (laughs) i love learning like (laughs) um i guess i don't know we go out for asian food a lot of the time we eat asian food a lot of times sometimes there's times where i'm like we'll, we'll we'll be on like a huge asian food streak and i'm like Let's do some white people food, you know? <laughs> Let's, like, pull back a bit and do some white mm. people food. Um, and but other than that, I don't... I can't really think of anything that you guys have, like, influenced me on. There's... I don't know. I, I, I never got into K-pop. I never got into K-drama. So I think yeah. for the most part, that's why. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, K-pop and K-drama is kind of, like, a very small interest with a small amount of people in the group anyway it's just like myself maybe I mean, like Kevin, what would you Steven. think have you noticed anything that would influence me or is it i mean the only thing that i can really think of from the top of my head is just perhaps like alcohol culture i think uh, i think i think I that's mean, the really i think like that's the only thing drinking like, soju yeah i mean yeah just like drinking in general because you literally didn't uh, drink at all when you yeah but i think i think that's just like, group right yeah i think true. i think that's not like an asian thing yeah i think as a friend group you would have yeah you would have influenced me to drink more but mm. not not it's not like um yeah. i'm drinking asian based liquor only <laughs> <laughs> but soju is very good <laughs> it is good. it is very good yeah so is vodka but i refuse to touch that stuff so, yeah, so why are you saying it's good? <laughs> I mean, it does the, it does the job, but I mean, have I influenced any um white people things onto you guys? Do you think? Oh, let me think. I mean, it's not necessarily white 
people culture, but I feel like ever since you've been in the group, we've done, or at least I've been more interested in like, you know, health and fitness and like, mm. you know, keeping a relatively healthy lifestyle, you know, yeah, <laughs> on yeah. our road trip to Anglesey, which is the recent one, how we walked from wait, one of the lookouts to the next town I had, which is like a, it was like an hour walk. Like five Ks, six Ks, I don't it know. Five Ks. Yeah, five Ks, and then <laughs> it was just funny because I was I was mostly um with the group with Kevin and Mihia. They were just complaining the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did I did lie before that hike about how long it was because I I knew if I said the real length that no one would really want to go. Yeah. So I basically I just said the 50 percent so it was 10 <laughs> kilometers and i said it was five kilometers but yeah. once you're walking and once you're there you can't really do anything about yeah it, so. exactly exactly <laughs> i mean personally i found the distance okay it was just that i happened to experience really bad hay fever that day so it was fucking horrible walking five yeah. k's and then back the other way too but um yeah. no. normally five k's is pretty cool yeah during the time when you were on your whole like running phase i think yeah now jacob's a pretty healthy dude um what you've done swimming <laughs> you did swimming yeah. for a pretty healthy dude yeah. of, <laughs> you did swimming for most of your childhood very fast on there as well and then i guess next step up is long distance running and mm-hmm. the crazy guy right so this is the story so jacob was running what like five k's then he got up to like 10Ks, right? At a really, really good pace. And then one day he decided to be like, oh, hey, what if I ran from my house to your house, Andy? And just to put things into perspective, Jacob lives about mm, a 15-minute drive, I reckon. Yeah. So distance-wise, how much would that be? Like 10 kilometers. Yeah, like 10Ks, right? And... He was like, oh, I'm going to run from my house to your house. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, cool. And I don't know what happened on the day, but I kind of I just slept. <laughs> so, so the original plan was I would run to his house and he would supply me with oh. rejuvenating drinks <laughs> as, I re- as I tried to recover from that run because I hadn't really done a run that long yet. Um, yeah. And... And, you know, I'm running this whole, whole distance. I'm going through, like, parks and streets. I'm going up mountains and hills. And I eventually kind of stumble my way towards Andy's house. And I'm just waiting outside. He's, like, meant to be awake, you know. And it's, like, a pretty reasonable time. It's, like, 10.30 at this point. And he's not awake. And, you know, I message, I call, and he, and he doesn't wake. And at, at some point, I'm like, okay, I, you know, I got to get back home. I'm just wasting my time here. So I run off and Andy sees my messages maybe an hour later and I did I never get never get my rejuvenating drink. Um Yeah. I was very disappointed in you that day. <laughs> I, know. Uh, I mean me looking back at it, I would I would be disappointed in myself as well because you know, if I had to run ten Ks to like a central point where I was promised or like, you know, there would be <laughs> drinks there, you know, water or whatever. I'd be like, what the fuck is this, man? I got scammed. So I feel, no, yeah, I feel I like mean, I feel like I, you know, it's like I feel like I was pretty reasonable with like the yeah. time time I gave you to wake up as well. I made sure that wasn't too early as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I honestly, I don't know what happened that day. Um. So, 
I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was pretty funny though. And it was also crazy because you actually ran like all the way to my house and back pretty much. It was like total 20Ks, which is like half a marathon. Yeah. Uh, ah, oh well. I feel like I somewhat influenced you to exercise more. Oh, 100%. 110%. I, I reckon without your influence, I think I would not be so, like, fitness-centric. So muscular. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, well, not, not saying, like, muscular. I'm yeah, just saying, no. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, like, like right focus. now, especially, too, like, I'm very fitness-centric, you know, making sure I exercise every day because I don't want to die at a young age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I feel like I taught everything you know, to be honest. Exactly. You know? Yeah, no, you probably have. Yeah, you know, you definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, you did put me on the whole um, r slash fitness wiki that I've gotten uh, yeah. a lot of inspiration from. You know, I've tried many, many different programs on that Wikipedia page, um, and I think I finally found the one that I actually like. There was one time that I remember. If you, I don't know if you remember, but um, I was calorie counting because I wanted to, you know, gain gain weight, and. Mm. I did like a variation of some uh, fitness program called a gallon of milk a day go mad, yeah. I think it is. And so yeah. <laughs> what I would do is when I, I just eat normally, right? And then according to the fit, my fitness pal, whatever calories I had remaining at the end of the day, I would drink that equivalent in milk. Yeah, I remember. So <laughs> it was very unhealthy because I would feel like terrible after drinking like 1.5 liters of milk at night, which is not very healthy, or you know, it might seem like it's I just an unhealthy feel like thing. It's but yeah, <laughs> it was hard. Like I think the first time I was, I I think I threw up a little bit, <laughs> but you know, worth it. Was it really though? Yeah, would you I mean, do it again? I, did, I mean, no, because I think now I can actually. I, I'm just trying to replace that with like eating more food during the day because I wake food. up earlier, yeah. you know, yeah. I think we should move on to the next topic. All right. So you said you've been hanging out with, you know, Asian people for most of your life and mm-hmm. it makes sense that you found yourself an Asian girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah. I did find myself an Asian girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Well, um, so how long have you been dating? So I, her name is Natalie and we're the same age. Um, she's still in university, so she has like one, one and a half years left and while I'm full time, but I've known her for, I think it was just recently. It's like crossed over 10 years. I've known her for 10 years, but we've dated for five years. Um, and I don't know whether I've told, I've told you guys about this. So I've known her since high school. So when, when I started high school, I was in her class, so we've kind of known for, known each other from that point on. Hmm. But then two years in, I changed school, so I, I changed school to your one. But during yeah. that time, we still kept in touch, and mm-hmm. we were we were kind of like we were like semi dating, but it was that kind of like awkward yeah. high school phase where you mm-hmm. don't really have the emotional intelligence for that sort of relationship <laughs> yet. Yeah, um, yeah. especially not me. I was very awkward and I didn't really, you kind of have to send it sometimes and I wasn't able <laughs> to send it <laughs> Yeah, and kind of like, um, 
push that kind of relationship forward. And maybe for after a year into joining that new school, we kind of started to drift apart and we didn't really talk for another two years until the summer of year 12. So before year 12, during that summer holiday, we kind of reconnected and mm. we started hanging out a lot more and not being super awkward at that point. Well, I kind of try to like, um, I, had, I had a better emotional maturity and yeah. I managed to, you know, pop the question and ask her to be my girlfriend um, before we started year, year 12. And, and yeah, we've, we've dated ever since then. Damn. You pulled the dating before the stressful period of year 12. Damn. Yeah. Smart, Which is, smart. I mean, for some, for some people, there, there is a certain level of risk to that because it's yeah, like, oh, yeah. will you have uh -huh. time? Especially when we're, we were both in a situation where, you know, we're trying to achieve re relatively high scores yeah, um, mm -hmm. and trying to do really well. So we're just, we're investing a lot of time into, into school itself. And we're wondering whether, you know, that we'll have enough time for each other. But mm. I guess, I guess we got past that, that period of time and, mm. and we're fine. <laughs> yeah. I have a few questions because I'm obviously, well, I'm entering my second year in my relationship, right? So it's still pretty, I, I mean, some might call it long term, some might call it short. Like, I think it's still pretty fresh, right? Mm hmm with you, you're in a five-year relationship and counting. Yeah. So what was it like at first? And then how is it like now? Like how the house time like sort of changed the dynamics of your relationship with Matt? I think it's made it a lot more comfortable in the way where it's become like this constant in my life. Mm. Um, there's, there's always, you know, a lot of things are changing. I mean... Like when you think about it, we started dating before, before high school finished. And in that time I've done high school, I've done university and now I'm yeah. working full time. But the one thing that's remained constant during that whole time is me dating her. Um, mm. yeah. So there's, there's always been, been this thing to lean back on, I guess, if, if things were, you know, annoying or things were or tough or things yeah. were hard. Always, always this this constant in my life. I mean, in the, at the beginning, it's always a bit more, especially when you're younger. I think it's a bit more awkward because as you get older, you kind of understand how you should be acting in a relationship, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, or maybe you've had past experiences, but with this, it was like completely new, and we were both younger as well. But we kind of learned together, and we're at a point now where it's more so finding what we like doing with each other instead of like getting past that kind of relationship, emotional turmoil that, you know, mm. sometimes you can have. Yeah. Mm. One thing that I found interesting the other day, I think I was reading an article online. Um, it was saying like, there's like two different like crucial points in relationships. Yeah. I think one of them is like the three month phase. So the three month phase is sort of like when you are starting to get more comfortable with each other, but you're still kind of fresh. So you still have that excitement of seeing each other. But I guess the more of your like true personality comes out or like your, you know, your, your little mix and max of mm -hmm. each other. Right. Mm -hmm. And then there's also around like, one or two years where like maybe some people haven't really talked about the future and then like at that point you're more interested in like where do you see 
the relationship going in the future? You know, have you ever reevaluated or like evaluated your relationship at any point? The biggest thing is we were in like a stage where we kind of had, I guess, three-ish years defined ahead, which is yeah. just uni. Once we joined uni, it's like, okay, you do uni until you graduate. Um, and from that point on, you can't really do anything else. You know, there's no like moving out. There's no like, uh, yeah. um, none of that yet. So not really, I don't, I never had that one, two year period, I think for the most part, mm. but at the moment there is, there is a different kind of facet yeah. where I'm working full time already. I've moved out while she still has one to two years of uni left. So there's, we're kind of, we're at the moment we're out of sync mm. in terms of where we are in our relationship. Yeah. But there's this, there's this also been this huge like investment into this relationship, you know, five years is a long time. Yeah. And I feel like being out of sync for one or two years is like, it's not really a problem in, mm. in the grand scheme of things relatively, you know, that's only, that would only be like, 25% of our relationship in total. So, you know, yeah. what's, what's mm. the problem with that? Yeah. Um, true. Yeah. I think yeah. Um, in that regard, it's, there's that kind of, we're out of sync at the moment, but it doesn't affect the relationship negatively. Yeah. Well, how often do you guys see each other now? Pretty much once a week, at least. Yeah. I mean, she'll come over a lot. So we'll yeah. have weekends, entire weekends together. I think uh, that's a, another benefit of moving out. Is, um, <laughs> yeah. Is, is, she can stay over for longer yeah and, and you have you have more than just you know going out on a date you kind of have the yeah. other parts that yeah. are enjoyable you know you can like watch tv and like yeah you sleep in the same bed yeah. and and that sort of thing yeah like the chill dates yeah 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 exactly mm. yeah we're definitely in a chill date date period yeah. i mean it's five it's been five years so yeah. it's like there's you can't you know do bowling <laughs> infinitely <laughs> <laughs> or, or like I mean, watching movies and stuff is like yeah. standard, but yeah. yeah. When you first started dating, how often did you see each other back then? It was once a, it, w it would have been once a week or even less. Oh. Just because of that. Yeah. Because of like, like high and stuff. school and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I mean, a lot of, a lot of our like time spent together would just be in the library where we, w where we would study. Damn. Um, That's cute. Yeah. So it was, it was very, we we try to find ways of like spending time together while still being able to do all productive. the other things that we have to do. Yeah, it's yeah. like productive dates. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> but I think to a certain degree, we were like we were in different schools as as well at that point. There's, I think that our relationship kind of got past that high school phase and even maybe uni phase where I feel like a lot of couples can smother each other. And, and they spend too much time together. Yes. Um, yes yeah. And when you're a, when you're a developing, you know, adult, your, your monkey brain is like, I need new thing. Um, <laughs> so eventually, eventually you get bored. Of yeah. The person you might be dating because you're seeing them every single day, you know, for hours on end. Mm. Um, but because we, we had kind of our separate lives that we were focusing on, you know, I was doing a different course to her at uni um, so it's not like we were having classes together and stuff. We spent any free time together, but we didn't like, we weren't together all the time. So we weren't smothering each other, which I think is a pretty big thing that happens with like young couples. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think I think another like aspect of that is sometimes when one party or one member of the uh, relationship is really clingy, and yeah. then the other person is like kind of independent, you know, and then there's sometimes this sort of clash. I mean, yeah, that doesn't doesn't like, work out. Yeah, like for example, like the boyfriend could be very like clingy and want to see the girl every day, but the girl could be really mm-hmm. really independent and just want to like live out her own life, and then. I guess issues can arise, but like luckily yeah. for you guys, you guys are okay with seeing each other once a week at the start of the relationship, and then you know it's been com- like comfortable ever since. So yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, mm. exactly. And yeah. even we are we. I would say that we're relatively different people, but the way we want our relationship to be is the same. Yeah. So even though we might have different, you know, interests or even it's like personalities. Um, because we have the same kind of requests out of a relationship, it still it still works out really well. Mm, yeah, no, that's good. That's really good. And I think it's obviously a testament of how long you guys have been dating too. I think five years is a very long time. <laughs> there, there is another thing where we our friend groups don't intersect. Uh, yes, and mm. I do think that might be a, a factor to a lengthy relationship is yeah not dating within a friend circle i think is good yeah i 100 percent wholeheartedly agree with that <laughs> i mean have you had any experiences with potentially dating someone within a friend group um because i don't think you ever did right no not really i mean like we went to an all boy school <laughs> uh, i mean yeah in, but in uni in high school but not in uni you had a lot nah. of female friends in uni yeah, but not really. I mean, to be fair, like, you know, you I consider you guys to be, like, you know, the main friendship group. And, mm. like, we're a bunch of guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, you can still date within the friendship group. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Like, you know, maybe some people might swing both ways. But, yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> but nah, I, and that's probably because, like, I, like you, I don't like dating within the friend group because there's just yeah. so many issues that can arise. I think we mentioned it like a couple of times on previous episodes, but um, yeah, no, nah, it's not, not really that good. It was which a is why decision. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is also why like, I'm glad that, you know, Hannah has her own friend groups or friend group yeah. and friends. And then I have my own friends, you know? And like, maybe sometimes like they might intertwine at some, you know, like a event that we both have on yep. like for instance like a birthday or whatever but you know i'm glad that we don't hang out regularly with both groups speaking of moving out jacob how has it been moving out from your parents place and how long has it been i moved out it would have been around a little under two months now i had previously so i moved out with a friend this time but last year i had, I had a period of time where i also had moved out um but that was for like maybe only three months only um, and from that experience, I was like, huh, I I enjoy this because it was, it was a, it was a very short term lease that I had. And I was like, okay, I enjoy this. I want to pursue this next year. I'd been in a graduate role at my job. So I had gotten more of a permanent role after that year and I'd, I'd been making a bit more money. So I was in a situation where I felt like I could move out and it was, I guess for a lot of people, it can be a waste of money unquote but mm. i i didn't really feel like min maxing <laughs> min maxing <laughs> my financial situation because like i could simply just like stay with my parents live there for like two years save up like a bunch of money and then just 
buy a buy house. house. Yeah, I would have yeah, enough yeah. money for a deposit and I could just buy a house. But I, w- I had already been feeling a bit stagnant in the way where it was COVID. It was just like day in, day out. It was just like, okay, now I, I go work and then I you know might go gym or something. And it's just the same thing every single day. I was like, okay, I got to do something new. I got to change up the lifestyle a bit. So, and my friend was moving out at the same time. He was planning to move out at that time. So I decided to move out with him and it was, it was Steven. So it was a, it's someone from our friend group. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I'm considering moving out, but I think the big issue is obviously financial. Like I don't have a stable income, you know, don't have Mm -hmm. a salary. So it's obviously very hard, but I have looked into it, you know, and it's, actually really like i'd say daunting because there's a a lot of information out there that like people our age don't really know about like for instance there's like the whole first home bias thing like there's also this new scheme where you can like use your superannuation as well to help pay like the loan that you get from the banks or whatever like Mm -hmm. like was there any reason why you decided to um just buy an apartment first rather than saving money and well, buying we, a house. We didn't buy an apartment. We oh, well, I mean, sorry, well, rent, rent. I, I don't really know what I would want yet. I think there's part of it is my girlfriend is still at uni. So mm. optimally, I would wait until she gets a job and then we'll have the ability to borrow more money to buy a house <laughs> together. True, um, true. <laughs> well, at the moment, I would have to just rely on my salary. So... And it's not that expensive to move out. I still have, you know, I'm still saving a majority of my income. Um, and, and as I said before, I don't really want to min-max my, my life. Yeah. I feel like, you know, I'm only 22 years old. There's, I'm, I've, I already have, you know, a well-paying job. I'm working full-time. It's not like, I don't feel like I'll be in a situation where I'll have many financial problems in the future mm. especially if i if i'm working full time at my age already you know mm. my parents they they um traveled all over the world you know they they lived in so they're originally from poland and then they lived in the uk they hitchhiked all over europe then they moved to new zealand they lived there for 4 years and at, this whole time they were just like you know they were just living off part-time jobs and they were studying. And then once they moved to Australia, they were maybe in their thirties, like late thirties, early forties. And they're, they're in a fine financial state. So I was like, Mm. I feel like I don't have to min max my life to a certain degree in terms of finances. So I might as well just like experience as many things as I can. And one of those things was I wanted to, to live with a roommate. True. Um, and see how that goes. Well, how has it been so far? Because I know, obviously, you mentioned that you moved out, like, by yourself for, like, three months. Yeah. And then now you're, you know, two or th- two months into living with two a roommate. You know? uh, I mean, I think it's... So, Stephen and I, I would say we're relatively similar people in terms of personality. You know, he he's also a software developer. Yeah. We've been friends for four years now yeah um, actually made more like five maybe even. way more yeah <laughs> um and we have similar personalities in like i guess material possessions i think that True. that's like a decent thing 
in mm. the way where he doesn't really care about having like nice things or many things. Yeah. Um, like we have the same number of shoes. We both have three pairs of shoes, which I would say is like a low number. To have. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> So you know, like next to next to the the entrance of the apartment, we just have like both our three pairs of shoes just in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and other than that, he he's pretty tidy. So I I'm also pretty tidy. I would feel like I'm pretty minimalist in in like having things lying around. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't have things lying around, so I like that. Yeah. There's there's pretty much nothing really to complain about. I think it's yeah. like it's been a very seamless experience. The only thing I would say is different between us is he cooks a larger variety of things while I have like a very consistent diet. So I'm eating the same things day in, day out while he tries out like lots of cooking things and he has like lots of like um, ingredients and stuff like that. Like his, his goal right now is having the ability to search up a recipe and then having everything at home. Um, he doesn't have to like go out to the grocery store and get stuff. He can all he all like, he has to only go out to the grocery store to get like a fresh ingredient. Yeah. Um, but all the other base stuff he wants to have. So I, I think that's pretty much the only difference between us is he has a larger uh, culinary palate compared to me. <laughs> but in terms of everything else, we're very, I feel like we're very similar people. Mm. I would be frustrated if they were like messy. Yeah. And they had stuff lying around the place. Um. I think that would that would frustrate me, but mm. the I feel like Stephen and I's lifestyles for the most part are really yeah. similar. In you know, he got a girlfriend like two months ago as well, yeah, and she comes over on the weekends occasionally. Like Natalie will come over on the weekends, so it's like ah, uh, the girlfriends have like come over. They <laughs> they usually like around you know the same time. We have work at the same time. We both work from home yeah so yeah we have very similar like schedules and life lifestyles mm -hmm. so it's it's very seamless yeah that's good while i think if someone was messy or maybe you know someone was like inviting a lot of friends over and everything yeah true because we also we also have the same friend group so you know when we invite friends over we're, <laughs> we're pretty yeah. much just like it's like synced up it's like yeah. we're inviting the same people over so i have no yeah I have no gripes pretty much it's a very mm. it's a very nice it's a very nice experience yeah, yeah no, that's good would you like move in with a not a stranger but like someone you know but like you're not necessarily close with i think i would still move in if if i knew that they they had similar like a similar living mm. style to me if i knew they were like super messy and stuff then no i wouldn't do it because then i'd be cleaning up all the time but um I don't think necessarily being like good friends is is important yeah. to be with a roommate as long as yeah. they have similar similar ideals to yeah, you. Yeah, true, and yeah. they respect the rules. You know, mm -hmm. the ground. I mean, rules. we don't even we don't have ground rules. Oh. We never set ground rules. Yeah, damn. It's just been like <laughs> we just have the same. Yeah, I don't know, we just yeah we have the same idea of like what we want from a roommate. I guess. Yeah. The only the only thing I'd say I do is probably I, I sometimes steal Steven's snacks. Um, <laughs> other than yeah, that, but like snacks are communal, like though, are they not? I, uh, we never really just we never really like said that. Like a lot of the stuff we eat, um, like I won't eat some of the ingredients. I won't like use his ingredients uh, without um asking him. More of the special stuff, not just like you know I, I'm not yeah, gonna be like yeah. 
even you bought this salt last week can i use your salt <laughs> um but but yeah sometimes i'll steal steven's snacks and i don't know whether he knows but i think he does <laughs> steven picks up like a bag of chips wait a minute this feels lighter yeah. than it normally does <laughs> yeah, so, there, was, there, was a, there was a moment the other night where where during the day i had i had some of his shapes and then we were, he kind of, I was watching something and he, and he sat, sat down to watch with me and he was holding that back, that box of shapes. <laughs> and I felt like he looked in and he was like, hmm, this looks emptier than it, than it was before. <laughs> uh, one more hypothetical question. If the Guzman mansion became a thing, you know, yeah. like if we, if everyone in our friend group moved out in a gigantic, not gigantic, but like, you know, relatively spacious, you know, house that yeah. could fit everyone. Mm-hmm. Would it be a mess or would it be manageable, do you think? Like, when I think about it from the top of my head, I think I would despise it. <laughs> <laughs> I would despise the idea of it. Just, but that's mostly based on... On road, on trip, road stuff, trip right? Yeah, yeah, where, yeah. Where a lot of the time I'll end up cleaning cleaning like everything yeah. um and that's because i'm a relatively neat person and and there will be times where i'm like okay i'm gonna let go a bit then but yeah. it just gets it just out of control work. yeah it, yeah it just doesn't work but and it's like so people will people will help sometimes or we'll ask them to help we'll be like okay because i cooked um tonight you guys yeah. have to clean up clean yeah but the problem the problem with that sometimes is is the the quality of the cleanup isn't up to standard. <laughs> it's like at a very baseline level. Yeah. There might be the dishes might all be relatively cleaned, but then they won't do stuff like clean up the rest of the kitchen or the counters or the table. True, true. And and then I have to spend my time doing that. So I might as well just do it from the beginning, right? Mm. I think a Goose Mansion, I would have to really loosen up and just embrace <laughs> living in filth. <laughs> oh, the but, thing is yeah, like, that's yeah. also eight, eight people living in a house yeah. for a long period of time is also, I think is a very, very unique situation. I don't think that happens very often. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, I've always like, as a kid, you know, being a, an avid gamer in the past, I've always dreamed about, you know, having like a gamer house, you know, like living with the boys. I watch a lot of YouTube. Obviously, there's a lot of YouTube groups out there that live together to make content mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, and it'd be really cool to live in a house with your friends. But obviously, yeah, there's a whole issue of like, you know, eight boys, you know, as you expect, they'd be pretty messy. And that's why the solution that I thought of when I was a kid, I remember I had this system in mind where there'd be like a big ass whiteboard in the kitchen delegating yeah. chores and stuff every week. I have, a, um, I have a, a work colleague who lives with four other guys in a, in a single house. And I asked him literally yesterday about how's that experience. And he says it's, it's fine because they all, they all have the same. I, it's, I think it's kind of like me and Steven. They all have the same expectation right. of, of a roommate. But yeah, they have, um, for example, two nights uh of the week uh you have to like cook for yourself and oh. and you know but every other night there is a dedicated cook oh so they have to cook for everyone else oh. um and you know they that for that night you cook and you clean ah. so every other night you don't have to worry about it which i think that's that sounds pretty nice but then yeah. i sometimes think about that and i'm like like what would this what would this person in our friend group cook you know 
like, do I trust their cooking skills <laughs> for like a, a meal? Like, so Wednesday, uh, I'm in charge of Wednesday, for instance, and I'll be cooking KFC. <laughs> Yeah, you bring like eight... you bring a family box. <laughs> yeah, I bring eight finger boxes, just you know, bam. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'll be funny. Or just like ramen or noodles <laughs> or something. Oh, dear. and then you know okay. you spend like you spend two hours cooking up like this insane meal, um, yeah. and then someone else just you know makes like the bare minimum meal. Yeah. Uh -huh. I think I think that would you you might feel some resentment. Yeah, I think that. I think that would cause a little bit of a little bit of drift from time to time but yeah <laughs> oh damn no that's cool though i think that's a pretty good idea if everyone can cook but you yeah. know you can always learn on the on the go so true very yeah. true you would have mm -hmm. to make a you would have to make a like conscious effort yeah i think if you want to make that work you have to make a really big effort into yeah. making that work well i mean which is a Steven, good thing i feel yeah. like i don't have to put a huge effort into living with yeah you. true um true. yeah no, no. I mean, yeah. From from the from the looks of it, you two seem like the most like like roommate worthy people. If I were <laughs> to compare like pairs within the friend group, yeah. I think you guys will be at the top for sure. Anyway, I think that's almost the end. Before we wrap up the show, Jacob, I always get my guests to recommend something to the listeners. So, do you have anything that you would like to recommend this week? This is a book that I recommended to you, and I know you read and you enjoyed it. Yeah. It's called The Defining Decade, Why Your 20s Matter and How to Make the Most of Them Now. Yeah. It's a bit preachy, but I think it's still an interesting, interesting read if you, if you want to know how to make the most of your 20s. Surprisingly, actually, was one of the main inspirations of the show, of Palopod, actually. Ah. Yeah. I'm just influencing you in so many <laughs> positive ways, Andy. Yeah, I know. Uh, personally, I am, like, I think 80% into that book. I, yeah, it is pretty preachy, but I think there's a lot of interesting concepts you can take from the book that the author mentions that, you know, can be um, useful to, I guess, keep in mind when you're... Mm -hmm. in your 20s so um yeah i think it's a, a solid book i also do recommend you guys to check it out but yeah that's the end of this episode for this week so thanks for listening everyone um if you enjoyed make sure you click on the bell um, and subscribe so you know when the new episode releases and don't forget to rate five stars on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and spotify and i'll see you all lovely people next week goodbye